I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast with me, Jack Hope, and Max Rowe-Brown. Hello. Um, just the two of us this week, Ross and Rob are away um, again. Yeah, um, going to have to start questioning some uh, loyalty to the podcast yeah, here. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Ross hasn't even sent us in some notes like you did that time. Well, that went well, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> um, since our last show, uh, England haven't been playing, which is unusual for us. We, we tend to podcast along with England, so so we will be covering some different... We're going global, um, branching going, out. We are going global. And we're going to start with uh, India, who have been in action in New Zealand. Um, Virat Kohli, whose mouth has been action in action in a in a press conference. Um, we've got some one dayers between South Africa and Australia, and the West Indies and Sri Lanka, and of course the Women's World Cup has reached the semi-final stage. Um, in addition to that, those of you who follow us on Twitter at the Cricket Pod, you'll have seen that we started an IPL countdown um, where we're we're going through the thirty best IPL players uh, as we've decided in our esteemed opinions. Yeah. Um, which will conclude the day before the tournament and we'll be running through the players who have been on that um, so far. <laughs> uh, but before we get in to the meat and drink of the Cricket Podcast, um, we like to start off with a slightly more light-hearted question. Yep. Um, so Max, I don't know if you've been following the progress of the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, very, very closely. Um, it's, it's, it's gone global. Um, it's very Much like the podcast. Yeah. Um, well... In a sense, yeah. I mean, 50% of our listeners aren't from the UK, so... Indeed. And we'll be sending uh, Ross to India just in time for it to really kick <laughs> off. Um, yeah, um, so, so the coronavirus is causing issues. Um, many health agencies have advised uh, that you do not shake hands with your colleagues or, or people in general. Another person who's advised that is England captain Joe Root. Well, it's nice to see that uh, the England captain is keeping abreast of developments and health advice. Yeah, no, um, I, I concur. Um, so the question I have, which is tangentially related to that, Max, yeah. is which cricketer would you be most afraid of touching? All right. Um, so, well, the coronavirus, it's, it's spreading. People are, there's, there's a, a mild degree of panic setting in, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, I read today that one in ten people have started stockpiling in the UK. Yeah, which they is sold out of toilet roll in Australia. Yeah, I went to Boots to get lunch today, and they'd sold out of hand sanitizer. That was that was all gone. So, were you looking for hand sanitizer? No, I just happened to notice an empty <laughs> shelf and a sign saying "No more than two items per customer." Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, mm-hmm. I was just thinking along those lines of people um, perhaps uh, panicking on Julie that uh, I I wouldn't want to touch Jack Leach because mm. he's always ill. He is, he is a sickly man. Yeah, um, so uh, I'm, I'm going to avoid him. Off the top of your head, as a, as a follow-up to that then, uh, can you think of a more sick cricketer than, <laughs> than Jack Leach? Um, I, I, I really can't. I, I just think he, he is... I mean, he, he's a man who actually recently said he feared for his life mm. when he contracted sepsis on the, uh, yeah. on the tour of South Africa. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's... That's hard to beat. Yeah. Um, I, I can think maybe of one. It yeah. was, his, was his birthday this week. Um, I don't know if you'd call him sickly, but I remember watching a test match. I think I brought this up on the show before. Um, between, I think it was an India-Pakistan series. Yeah. Like, the last time it happened. Inzaman uh, was next into bat, but didn't come out to bat because he was on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so We won't, we yeah. won't possibly can, uh, yeah. try and guess the... Well, the circumstances that brought him to the toilet. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, for my part of this, I, I took a less literal approach. And mm-hmm. I, I thought, which players do I find sort of most overall disgusting? Yeah, um, sort of from a, a sort of like a, a gut reaction point yeah. of view. Uh, Shane Warne, I find to be like quite greasy. Yeah. Uh, he's also got a sex video online. A rarity amongst yeah. cricketers. Yeah, not many cricketers have done that. Um, and so I'd, I'd maybe avoid touching Shane Warne. I think that's sound, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number two on that list, similar lines. Mm. Chris Gale, right? He has a strip club in his house. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 uh, what? 
Uh, well, he's, well, I'll say it again. He had a strip club in his house. <laughs> Never trust a man who's got a strip club in their house. I think that's fair. Um, <laughs> and um, then there's like all of the people who shine the ball. <laughs> so if much we go, spit. If we go back to the Jack Leach perspective. That's a good point, actually. They, banned, think, they ban shaking hands, but presumably, like, that's going to be completely irrelevant if spit on the ball yeah if you want any swing in this series you're basically going to get it yeah so perhaps perhaps it should be mandated test squads bowl only spinners yeah fortunately we're going to Sri Lanka so that's absolutely fine it might be might be fine Um, I think I think that's enough on coronavirus yeah (laughs) for for the cricket podcast Um, we're going to take a very brief break and then we will be back with New Zealand's um, heroic victory over the current number one test team in the world, India. Can't wait. Stop, Jamie. Great work. Beautiful piece of work. That's what he was there for. Red side stumping. That was all Jack Russell's look at that one. That was a fine piece of work. That really was fantastic work. He whipped the bars off in a flash. And as soon as they saw me, Jack Russell came bounding over. <laughs> And I just made it into the popping crease. In time. So away from the scary world of global pandemics, um, I think you'll agree that the big news, the important news, is that New Zealand have whitewashed India in the cricket, Max. Absolutely. Um, not just whitewashed, they've annihilated them. Yeah. Completely annihilated them. They've won by ten wickets and seven wickets. Um... Can you call it a whitewash when it's a too much series? Yeah, you can. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's a series. I feel like it, oh yeah, I feel like it's, it's pushing series. it a little bit. Um, was it World Test Championship? It was World. It was WTC. One hundred twenty yeah. points in the bag. Yeah. Um, so the first test, uh, India India were basically blown away. Uh, the new all rounder, the third tallest man to ever play Test cricket. Is that true? Yeah, that's excellent. Kyle Jameson, six yeah. eight. Uh, he took a bunch of wickets, and India didn't really have any answer to it. Um, that's not that's not too embarrassing. Lots of teams have gone to New Zealand recently and will go to New Zealand in the future and get beaten by yeah. the Kiwis. They're, they're, they're a good side. They're a very good home team. Especially at home. Yeah. And I think where a lot of India fans were upset is that the second test kind of went exactly the same way. Yeah. And, and perhaps was slightly more embarrassing, actually. Um, so we're going to focus on that one as it was the most, most recent one mm-hmm. um, so India I think we did the, uh, the one the previous one anyway so oh, fine yeah. well, there we are uh, go back to the last episode <laughs> <laughs> or possibly the one before yeah. um, so India they, they uh, lost a toss they batted first they scored 242 which actually considering the pitch was a fine effort yeah that is the greenest pitch I've ever seen <laughs> and I'm including amateur cricket that I've played in throughout yeah. the last like 20 or so years um, it was it was indistinguishable from the grass the yeah. outfield and so, so, so sort of like five or six wickets down uh, it looked like New Zealand were in trouble and India were going to have a big first innings lead and it would be one all and everyone would be happy in India and everyone would be sad at Basin Reserve or wherever it was held <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it was Basin Reserve um, and then Kyle Jameson happened again the third tallest man to ever play test cricket he, uh, he turned up at 49, reminiscent of Sam Curran, yep. or Vernon Philander, or many of the lower order batsmen that seem to torment <laughs> India at the moment. And that, was, uh, that was fresh of another, another five fold, wasn't it? Well, I think it was four, maybe. But, you know, he's causing them trouble. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> uh, so he scores 49, and that means that India's lead going into batting again was only seven, um, which is, again, better than nothing. But uh, It's demonstrably <coughs> better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's the thing though um, India pretty much collapsed and only scored 124 yeah that's not that's not gonna not gonna win you many games is it no and um, New Zealand chased it down pretty easily uh, yeah I, 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 to be fair I was quite surprised by how easily they chased it down I well, thought it might be a, a bit of a I mean I didn't think they'd lose the two overs I thought anything above 150 would be uh, a potential banana skin yeah I mean the two overs Latham in particular for, for New Zealand um, had, had a pretty good series scored lots of runs and I think they lost the first wicket for 95 or something yeah and at that and point, point that's in the bag game over, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I've got a few questions for you here uh, because this, this, this whole scenario it was really annoying one man um, do, do you know who that man was 
Really annoying one man. It it was really annoying, annoying one man. man. Oh, Virat Kohli. It was it was really annoying, Virat Kohli. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into why and how he reacted, um, do you know who got Kohli out? Because this is an interesting. Uh, what in, in this in game? The second innings, yeah. Um, no, I don't. I know. I know. Jameson did for him in the first test and possibly the first innings of the second test. But Colin de Grandad did he? Wonderful. Um, My favourite cricketer of all time. I think. Do you know what that means, or do you know what de Grandad's recent form means? No. For, for the, the implication on the world game, he now has a higher batting average than Ben Stokes and a lower bowling average. Really? Yeah. Colin wow. de Grandad is the premier Test match. All-rounder <laughs> in world cricket. That's um, phenomenal. Yeah. Anyway, but back to Coley. Um, yeah. He he got quite aggravated mm-hmm. um, and swore quite a lot when they got yeah. Williamson out and sort of at the crowd and, and lots of other people. Um, after the game, uh, he he pulled he, he wheeled out his Mourinho impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who've been listening to the show for a while will know that one of our favourite things to do during the IPL is to read out. Cody press conferences <laughs> and compare him to Mourinho um, on this occasion so uh, he was asked uh, whether he thought it was okay um, that, or what happened or whether it was yeah, whether he, he'd swore about his behaviour yeah, yeah. at Cain Williamson and the crowd and uh, he replied what do you think you need to find out exactly what happened out there and come with a better question you can't come here with half questions and half details of what happened and also if you want to create controversy this is not the right place to be I had spoken to the match referee and he had no issues with what happened. Well, do you want to know what happened, Max? Uh, I would love to know what happened. Uh, Virat Kohli said to Cain Williamson, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) And and repeated the sentiment to the crowd. Um, That all means that that victory moves uh, New Zealand up to third in the World Test Championship. Nice. India take no points. Uh, And... Um, England maybe back in with a sniff probably not but you never know yeah <laughs> we'll see how the next few, uh, if, if, few months go in Sri Lanka first. I think I think what it means if England go to India at the end of this year and whitewash India we yeah. maybe can catch them up right and if we also beat Pakistan twice at home and West which East, we should do yeah and West but we should um, do those um, yeah so that's, um, all to play for the World Test Championship WTC is hotting up uh, that, that's that's all good um Coley is Coley. Yeah, I think uh, with Virat Coley, he's he's really not um, not playing a sensible game here. If he's trying to, if he's entering into a a PR battle with Kane Williamson, he's Never he's gonna not going to win that. Yeah, no. Kane Williamson's the nicest guy around. Kane Williamson basically says something like, "Coley's a bit passionate, but I don't really care." <laughs> <laughs> um, Almost meat, too nice. Meat and produce for um, meat and produce for Kane Williamson. Um, there have been quite a few questions about the selection of the India team uh, I don't know if you've seen any of this uh, they were criticised the selectors mm. um, well I think Kohli basically for choosing Pan over Sahar uh, except whenever they don't pick Pan they're always complaining that yeah. they don't pick Pan so. yeah, well, um, and they also dropped Ravi Ashwin after the first game for Jadeja I think yeah I mean um, I think Jadeja is a phenomenal cricketer and criminally underpicked and underrated so I'm kind of okay mm-hmm. with that Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I think like didn't Ashwin Ashwin was maybe their best bowler in the first game. Ashwin, like I think, is the it, well, no, he is. He's the second fastest bowler ever to a hundred wickets in Test cricket. Okay, uh, yeah. Yadav, the other, the, the left arm spinner, Kuldeep. Yeah, he is the first quickest. But, right. Uh, like, like the not picking Ashwin is, is stupid. Um, and there's kind of an idea that India maybe are lacking another solid opener. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like another team that we're. <laughs> um, or, it happens to the best yeah. of us. Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, a few more things before we move on. Yep. Uh, Max, do you know how many Test series it has been since an Indian failed to score a century? Oh. Um, or years? Just give me either. I'm going to go 14 matches. For, for, no, not matches. So series. Series. So, so oh, in, sorry. In a test series. Uh, all right, we'll call that seven. Which is obviously seven not series. sensible. No. But now you've changed the question, I'm going to change my answer. Okay. It's not seven series. No. It is 60 series. What? It's 60 series since what? an Indian last failed to score a century. That's insane. Yeah. Do you know who that was against? England. No. 
Uh, Pakistan. No, there's a big clue in the, oh. in the topic we're talking about. Oh, well, it must be New Zealand. <laughs> it's New Zealand, yeah. It was a two, two match series away in New Zealand in 2002. Um, it was the last time they failed, an Indian failed to score a century. Do you know what the score was in that series? Um, oh, one all. No. 2 0 to New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Right, I didn't yeah. Pick, I'm not picking up on the theme here. Do you know yeah. how many tosses New Zealand won out of two? Well, that'd be two. That's two, yeah. yeah. Um, do you know the result margins in the two matches? Was it 10 wickets and 7 it wickets? It was 10 wickets and 4 wickets. Ah, you <laughs> caught me out. Um, do you know the top score by a New Zealander? 207. No, 89. Oh. So, <laughs> 89, Mark Richardson in 2002, whoever he was. Right. That's one of nature's mysteries, isn't it? He's yeah. lost the time. And Kay Williamson in um, 2020. Do you know the average... Uh, this is getting a little bit te- tenuous here. Yeah, um, I'm enjoying basically, it. Basically, the Indians didn't average very well with the bat in that series either. So they averaged 13 in uh, 2002. <laughs> That's wow. And uh, 18 in this okay. series. Okay. Oh, they're coming on. The two captains, Ganguly and Kohli, similarly bad, underperforming their team by about half... 7.25 for Ganguly <laughs> in 2002 <laughs> and 9.5 oh, for man. Um He's not in good form, is he? I mean, no. The cracks are showing. I think um, his the title tilt for RCP may be... Um, Maybe looking yeah. a little uh, little dicey. Um, finally, uh, there was a lot of parallels with this series. This yeah, that's great. Some yeah. of that's really, really um, fun. In 2002, there was another New Zealand all-rounder, very tall, yeah. who debuted and um, of course happened do you know who that is? Uh, 2002 Daniel Vittori it was, it was Jacob Oram Jacob Oram uh, in that so um, Oram's only 6 foot 6 he's not 6 foot 8 oh. so not, I don't think he's even on the list of my height like top 10 tallest guides um, or, Oram picked up 11 wickets at uh, 11.81 uh, Jameson took only 9 oh. uh, at 16.33 no future, um, no future for Carl Jameson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that is um, that's the the tale of New Zealand beating India. Uh, Copy and paste. Two thousand two. Yeah. Were you surprised? I was. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't think it would be quite so comprehensive. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not surprised entirely that New Zealand won the series because New Zealand at home can be pretty formidable and. Um, India kind of fulfilling their own stereotypes a little bit with uh, being unable to play the moving ball. A lot yes. of a lot of yeah. wayward swipes outside off stump, yeah. which are ill-advised. Yes. Um, but yeah, ten wickets, seven wickets, probably didn't see that coming. No, well I played think New Zealand. It was very convincing, and, and especially considering uh, New Zealand lost by nearly three hundred runs in all of their tests in Australia. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. They, bit of a bounce back. It, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's a credible return. Uh, and we look forward to seeing how Kyle Jameson, um, the third tallest man ever to play Test cricket, uh, gets on. How old is he? Has he still got time to grow? Could he? Could he yet I, become the tallest I, man? I think to play old test enough cricket? that he shouldn't grow anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you never know. Also, uh, so I looked this up because I, th- I thought you might ask the tallest player. Yes, is that was my next question. Actually, is five inches taller. What? <laughs> Do you know who that is? Uh, no, I'm assuming I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's a West Indian. Bowler. No, it's Mohammed Irfan. Uh, Pakistani. Yeah, he's uh, tall. Yeah, six, seven foot one. Right. Um, yeah, that's big. Um, yeah, so that's um, India v New Zealand, or New Zealand v India, to give it the correct title. The correct title. Uh, it, was, it was a compelling set of cricket all round. Um, India, if you remember back, whitewashed New Zealand in the super over heavy <laughs> T20 series then, as it will now be known henceforth yeah. the super over T20 series yeah and then um, and then Ross Taylor basically single handedly won the ODI series yeah. before um, this test series was won by New Zealand so honours probably to New Zealand there uh, albeit in a T20 World Cup year mm-hmm. um, and does it give England hope maybe for a victory in New Ze- in India later in the year uh, no no. <laughs> there we are. Um, we will move on in a couple of seconds to the next portion of our show. But before we do, we're going to remind you how to get in touch. Uh, Thecricketpod at gmail.com if you want to send us a long form, uh, show off your, your word smithery. Mm. Uh, or the cricket pod. No, wait, sorry. Why don't, why don't we just play the jingle? At the cricket pod. Yeah, we, we'll do that as well. But I'm going to tell you reinforcing. 
Right. Okay. If we say it five times, the listeners will know. Yeah. Uh, sort of a, a kind of um, yeah subliminal messaging kind of thing. Exactly. At the Cricket Pod, Twitter and Instagram. We love hearing from our listeners, so please follow us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you have a great story like Scotty G did about the Hayden Way, Matthew Hayden's personal website, we want to hear about it. So from wherever you're from, send us in a great story and we'll read out on the show. Email us on thecricketpod at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Moving away then from the heavyweight test cricket, world test championship, showdown between the big boys New Zealand and the little boys India. <laughs> uh, there is some other cricket going on, Max. There is. There's a, a few white ball series knocking around. Yep. Um, one of which is between Australia and South Africa. So Australia find themselves in South Africa at the moment. They've played three T20s and they're now in the middle of playing three one-day internationals. Um, when you say they find themselves, is this like accidentally or? No, I believe uh, it was planned. It was a schedule. And tour. they have, um, um, yeah. yeah, they they've followed the plan through. Okay. Um, <laughs> It's not sort of, a, they're not escaping a coronavirus land or anything. Yeah, like that. okay, cool. Um, mm. So the, the T20 series was uh, 1 2 1 by Australia, um, which sounds pretty to- close. It wasn't, though, was it? It wasn't, really. Yeah, yeah. No, there were two complete drubbings. Yeah. Um, so Australia won the first by 107 runs. That's a lot, isn't it? Clocking up and over. That's five and over. More yeah. <laughs> over a century in, uh, in a 2020 game is quite impressive. Um, and then the second was tight uh, South Africa won it looked for all the world that Australia were going to cruise to victory but um, credit some very very tight bowling at the end from uh, from the South African bowlers and they were 12 runs short so all to play for in the final game yeah um, everyone you know licking their lips for a, for an exciting close encounter uh, and then Australia won that one just the 97 runs this time that victory. Yeah, so um, I, I watched a lot of this uh, game. It was yeah. the only one of the three that I did watch. Um, South Africa went for this interesting bowling technique where they bowled almost exclusively halfway down the wicket uh-huh. uh, on, on a pitch that was more or less unplayable if you pitched it up. Right. Uh, and, and Warner and Finch put them in the crowd they, numerous yeah. times. I mean, <laughs> they, were, they were going at about 12 and over for the first 10, weren't they? Yeah, they, were on, 100, well, they, were, 100, they were on 120 after 10 overs. They only managed to score about 50 or 60 more yeah. in the rest of, or in the, in the last um, 10 because they didn't, they stopped doing the halfway down thing. Um, uh, unfortunately, by which point Australia yeah. kind of worked out not to bowl halfway down. Exactly. And yeah. the rest is, yeah. as they say, history. Um, yeah, Bit of a turnaround from South Africa's point of view, um, in terms of the two hundred plus scores they were racking up in the England tour. It is, yeah. Um, but that you have to bear in mind that they are playing against the heavyweight of uh, Adam Zampa and mm-hmm. Ashton Agar. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, the, on this show, the much deride in Adam Zampa, but in, in, in somewhat seriousness now, he bowled really well yeah. from what I saw. Uh, Ashton Agar, I'm not really sure, did, but took a hat trick and was on a hat trick in in the second game. I think maybe maybe I'm going to put the hat trick down to just being bamboozled by Ashton Agar's head. Yes, I mean, this is the thing I was going to bring up. Last time I saw Ashton Agar, he was scoring 98 in Cardiff. Or yeah, well, actually, last time I saw Ashton Agar, he was leaving a straight one to Sam Curran against <laughs> England in an ODI. But he had like a luscious head of hair. Now he looks like um, he, I tell you what he looks like. You know when you play stick cricket. Mm. He looks like the stick cricket guy. He does, guy. yeah. He looks like a bald stick cricket guy. Yeah. Um, it's not a good look, Ashton. No, um, I, I would recommend um, moving away from the, from from that. Yeah, we, we may have, well, we're not 100% sure we'll have time, but we may have more on bald cricketers later in the show. If you want to. <laughs> Stay tuned. But, yeah. um, okay, so, so... So that's the T20s. Yeah, I, I mean, after I thought they were quite good, maybe England just aren't that good at T20s, but that can't be true. We're the best. We're the best at everything, yeah. um, apart from the tests. So maybe Australia are really, really good. Could be. Yeah. We'll see. Um, yeah, so then on to the one-day series. Yes. Uh, the second game concluded shortly before we started recording. Um, the first one was an impressive South Africa win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heinrich Klaassen scored a classy 100. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, pretty pretty good showing from South Africa. They're um, sort of... Uh, 
moving away from moving away from the T20s into some good form in the one days. They just won again. Today. That's good in the in the World Cup cycle. They're hitting yes. the right time. So this yeah. this was exactly what I, what I was thinking. They just yeah. have to maintain Especially. what they're doing for three and a half more years, and they're <laughs> guaranteed to win in India. Um. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I think the Canada might be one year behind instead. Okay. Um, <laughs> based on based on the projection of their the the trajectory of their twenty twenty side. Yeah. I think next year they're going to be formidable. <laughs> um, unfortunately, at the moment. Yeah, I think uh, they they I think batting wise they might just be because obviously they played really well against England, but a lot of that was the De Kock and Pavuma. Yeah. I think they might be a little reliant on those two. Um, but yeah, one day is looking great and Giddy is looking like a, a pretty pretty handy bowler yeah he, he does look excellent what did he take six wickets today six wickets today yeah um, I believe the second South African ever to do that in a one day game uh, I can't remember the first or I didn't see the first um, but you know that's good yeah 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 um, so that's that's well that's the that's the one day series wrapped up for a summary of that uh, um, the last one's in um, Potchefstroom on the 7th of March very good um, see if Australia can salvage some some pride from from that one, but uh, overall, pretty good, pretty good little series that one. Quite enjoyable. Yeah, no, um, it did. It, it has some good. I mean, I think Australia v um, South Africa is always always one worth tuning in as a neutral. Um, there is for some reason quite a lot of animal. Well, I think probably what it is is the two big dogs. Well, yeah. they, they like to perceive themselves as the big dogs, the swinging dicks, the last <laughs> two kind of not woke cricket nations. Um, yeah, battling it out. Uh, and and with, with with consequences sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, good summary. Uh, what's what what other cricket is happening? Uh, so one of the one other one day, well T Twenty one day white ball series going on, which is uh, the West Indies in Sri Lanka. Um, so that was sort of the the twenty. Uh, sorry, the one day series was first. Uh, so yeah. Three one days and two T Twenties. Yeah. The uh, the one day series was uh, a Sri Lanka whitewash. They won three nil. Yeah. Um, Quite in contrast to the Australia South Africa T Twenty series, which was two one, but not at all close. Yeah, this was three nil, but very close. Okay. So uh, first was a one wicket win in the last over. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Can you talk me through that? Uh, so it was uh, they were chasing two hundred and ninety something, I think. Yeah. Uh, Sri Lanka were chasing, um, and. Uh, Basically, what happened was uh, in the last over they needed um, a run to win, and they had one wicket left, and they scored the run. Okay, well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's that's the level of information I have for you there. Well, that's that's um, that's what you want from cricket, I think. Isn't it? it is. Did yeah. you see? Did you see? I mean, on a similar one in the PSL Pakistani Super League two weeks ago or a week ago, there was a game that Crickviz, uh, like their win predictor, mm. it swapped hands fifteen times in the forty overs. And it was also won in the final, I think it was the second last ball by one wicket. Oh, I love it. That's yeah. what you want, isn't it? That's, that is um, that is the dream. That's entertainment, baby. That's the cricket dream. Yeah. And by cutting those extra 20 balls off per innings, 100 every game, I reckon. Yeah? Yeah. Every single game, one wicket wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll, 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 I'm yet to be convinced by it's that. It's going to happen. Um, the second game was pretty one-sided. Yeah. Um, so we'll skip over that one because that doesn't fit my narrative and then the third one was close again that was a six run win for Sri Lanka um, so I mean stand up performers with the bat Shy Hope and Kusal Mendes yes both both batting well uh, Shy Hope's got a, a hundred in the first game but quite slowly he does score I mean so interesting with Shy Hope in that he does he has got like quite a healthy one day average mm. but his strike rate is like very much sort of 1999. Yeah, um, he's a throwback cricketer in the wrong sense. Yeah. Oh, he'd like, he'd be uh, he'd be straight in Alistair Cook's one day team. Yes, he would be. Um, if you want to be a throwback cricketer, you want to be like look like you're old, mm. or or look like you're from a different era, but have modern day skills. So like be fat, <laughs> score at eight and over. Um, he doesn't. He he looks like a modern day cricketer and plays, plays the old way. Plays the old way. Yeah. Um, and and he doesn't seem to be able to translate it. Um, to test cricket as well you'd think that scoring yeah. at that rate like he'd, he'd be a very very good test cricket I mean he, he scored scored a nice hundred didn't he in the, uh, in the series in England a so few I, years back I think uh, this is just off the top of my head I've not followed his career that closely 
Um, but I, as I understand, he scored 200 both in the same game at Headingley against yeah. England to beat England. And that's it. And he averages about 25. Um, but mm. has had like one of the most unbelievable... And no other player has scored 200 in a game at Headingley. Apart from Shy Hope. Oh, I mean, and, and I would, I would say... I mean, it's a career highlight, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, put that down as a successful <laughs> test career. Um, but um, you, you are, you are going to be in a Wisdom pub quiz in 50 years' time. Mm. But like, come on, mate. Buckle down. Be one thing or the other. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Um, Bowling-wise, I think a lot, the, the Sri Lanka bowlers really all, all, all shared, shared the glory between them. Is Malinga yeah. still playing? Uh, I don't think so. No, is he in he's the T20s? Finally, too fat. He's in the T20s. T20s. Can't yeah. bowl ten overs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, uh, Angelo Matthews. Uh, he's he's a match winning again. <laughs> match winning spell in uh, the in the third ODI. Angelo Matthews was famously banned from the Sri Lanka team because he was too fat, and then when he got back in, he was still too fat to bowl. <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously going in the right direction. Yeah. The uh, okay. the Slimming World subscription is paying off. Uh, Alzari Joseph bowled well for the, the West Indies. Took. Took a, a bucket load of wickets, um, and then today, again, the uh, 2020, first 2020, West Indies won that by 25 runs. Okay. Lendl Simmons, yeah. 66, up the top of the order. Yeah. So, I again, we're flying, yeah. Topsy-turvy, um, between uh, the two formats. Yeah, so we've uh, we've had a good look at quite a few of the T20 teams now, so I'm just going to ask you, uh, yeah. based, on, based on what you've seen... And I think I asked this last time I was on this show two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Based on who, now you've seen a couple more. Who is the best T20 team in world cricket going into the World Cup? Which is still a few months away. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to say probably Australia. Fucking, they are probably the best though, aren't they? Yeah, it's upsetting. Mm. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to give, I'm going to give an honourable mention to South Africa though. Mm-hmm. Um, Apart from the fact that they got battered twice by... Yeah, but I mean, they win one. They when it clicks, win one game. When it clicks, yeah. they are good. They are really good. I think they're they are the other thing is they're a different proposition with Bavuma in the team. Yes, it makes a big difference yeah. having Bavuma for them. That's basically half their runs. Well, I, like probably like uh, genuinely, it's twenty five percent more runs. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, he's a big upgrade on whoever else in the back. Mm-hmm. The Milan, maybe. I don't know yeah, well, um, he p- played in the one day today and scored uh, unbeaten one hundred and twenty. Who Milan did? Milan, yeah. Yeah, but it's not a T20 match. But yeah, it's not. It's not uh, the same game, is it? Uh, so uh, okay, they're, they're interesting. Um, in India, have looked good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the T20. I think it'll be. I think it's anyone's to call. I don't think it's like so. Going into the World Cup in England, the real World Cup, the one we won. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going into that this time last year, there was no doubt England were the best team. Yes, like there, there was just there was no other team playing anything. Top of the rankings, beating yeah. everyone in front of us. Yeah, yeah, they've not lost a series for ages. I mean, apart from the one-off game against Scotland, yeah. but that doesn't count as a series. No, one, one game. game. <laughs> um, we should have won that anyway. But for this T Twenty tournament, I think like any one of sort of four, maybe five teams could win it. Yeah. Um, well, um, I mean, New Zealand could win it. Yeah. Australia, India, England. Yeah. And yeah, maybe in South Africa. Yeah. We'll should be exciting. Uh, yeah, so no, it should be good. And we'll get to see some associate nations as well. Of course. Um, no doubt we'll lose to one of them. Hopefully. Um, that, that's, well, that's What's the World Cup without an England, <laughs> yeah. an England um, bottle? All right, so that's, um, that's, that's, that's the cricket besides India v New Zealand. Yep. Um, we'll take another quick break. And then there's some quite important women's cricket going on, I believe, Max. It certainly is. Yes, quite right, Jack. The Women's World Cup, it's entering the final straight now, getting down to the business end. Uh, it's, it's knockout time. Uh, so we've got, on the one hand, England against India. That's, um, that's t- is that tomorrow morning? It's tomorrow 4am GMT, followed <laughs> by Australia against Africa. 8am. Uh, 8am GMT. Yeah. Very good. Um, um, we won't get into the uh, time zone difference like we no. have done in the past. Um, I mean, the other thing with Australia for people who are time zone watchers, they've got different time zones. Yeah. So they it's be- Sydney, I believe. This the, both the in Sydney. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Are they is it a back to head head? I think so. Yeah. Back to back. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Oh, controversial, yeah. Yes, well, more on that later. <laughs> so, yeah, cricket podcast favourites, uh, England and Australia. Um, inauspicious starts for the both of them. Uh, yeah. England upset by South Africa. The first time South Africa had ever beaten England in an international 2020. And um, similarly, Australia came unstuck. Yes, against India. they did. Um, so Australia first got routed by Poonam's uh, mystery spin. Yeah. Um, which Ross so generously said, might even get him out. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, Ross, I know, for people who don't know, he's, um, he's well known in cricket across the world for being able to pick the googly. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just all of his other cricketing skills that, that let that down uh, he's, he's an international class googly picker <laughs> but can't, he can't but village everything yeah, else yeah, yeah, yeah he can't, can't play the leg spinner <laughs> um, so yeah sorry carry on yeah, but, um, we fucked up the initial uh, yeah. picks um, but, then, but then actually in fairness to us they did bounce back. Australia and England yes. both proved England, that they are slightly better than the rest of the field. Probably. England roared back with a comfortable win over uh, closely challenging Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, Heather Knight scored a, a, an excellent century. Yes. Um, yep. You know you can only you can only smack away what's bowled at you. So mm-hmm. to kind of amend the usual saying, um, and then comfortably beat West Indies and Pakistan to make it through. So that's yep. fine. Back on track. Um, Australia similarly. Well. It, it's, squeaked past Sri Lanka in the next game yeah they were in trouble and and I think at one point in that game as well Sri Lanka missed the opportunity to DRS Mooney um, didn't refer it and and she scored a few runs I think it was Mooney Um, Mm. and she would have been out and and that would have been meant Australia were like 20 for 4 or something like that Uh, and instead they they managed to put a decent knock up yeah and then likewise they uh, sort of overcame their overcame their troubles yeah uh, came past uh, New Zealand and Bangladesh, I believe. Yeah, the, the New Zealand game was sort of close, but not that close, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think it was like six runs. Enough to maintain like interest, yeah. but, but I, I never really in doubt. Exactly. Um, yeah, but well, all, all that meant that India won their group and South Africa won uh, their group. Um, which brings us to the semi final stage. Yes. And um, a distinct possibility that the final will be. India versus South Africa without a ball being bowled or at least yes. not enough balls being bowled yeah. so as we mentioned both games in Sydney one at 4am here and one at 8am yeah. uh, the forecast looks like that uh, the weather forecast looks like that might be um, putting pay to any cricket so mm-hmm. for for the game to count there needs to be 10 overs aside minimum um, oh really not 5 no I thought it was unless it was 10 overs in total but I'm pretty sure I read it was 10 okay. overs aside right, minimum okay. which yeah, yeah. is less than normal well, normally yeah, 5 yeah. Well, I, and that might be like a franchise thing because I know the BBL finals at risk of being rained off wasn't it at one yeah. point and, uh, but they had to get 5 overs in each Yeah. Uh, and the blast I believe is the same blast is 5 yeah Yeah, but international one day is certainly half the overs have to be bowled yeah. for it to count so maybe it follows that protocol yeah. cricket that's cricket yeah makes <laughs> perfect sense this whole thing is this is a perfect illustration of cricket there's, it really is there's yeah. a world cup semi-final being ha- happening it might rain there's no reserve days yeah. scheduled whatsoever no one's, no one's thought um, about the possibility of there being rain there's no other venues that are being explored despite it being a tournament hosted across multiple venues across a whole continent with multiple time zones yeah <laughs> um, yeah no, oh, so, yeah, you know, should say, yeah, no reserve days. So, um, yeah, but basically, by virtue of having won the groups, it could be an India South Africa final, which would be, on one hand, nice, as we would have an unexpected winner. Yeah, which would be good, but it'd be a bit of it bit of a, a bit of a shit way of ending the tournament. I agree. Um, if the games do go ahead, uh, Australia are without Elise Perry. Yes, torn hamstring. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna that will put that will uh, dent their chances as well. Um, but yeah, I think it, I think basically from it's been a quite an exciting tournament. Yeah, some really close games. In, in your mind, though, I mean, it, it, let's assume best, yeah. best case scenario, the games are gonna happen. Yeah, um, Australia v South Africa. Who's gonna win that? Uh, I'm gonna go Australia, and India v England. I'm gonna go India because yeah. I said last week it'd be an Australia India final. I've got to stick. Okay, yeah, well, stick with what I said. Um, I think it might be India as well. Yeah. Uh, and I so I've been most impressed by one player the Indian yes. player 16 year old Shafali Verma um, it's been, probably been a bowlers tournament you'd say yeah um, with, uh, with, I think certainly early on some pretty low scoring thrillers yes um, but 
not for Shafali Verma. She is now the number one. At 16 years old, the number one women's test twi- uh, women's T20 bats woman. Bat batter. Batter. What did we decide on last week? Batter. That, that was that was an edifying moment in the history of the cricket podcast, wasn't it? Well, the number of times we said batsman. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, so she's the number one ranked uh, women's T20 batter in the world. Um, she's been playing international cricket since September last year. Uh-huh. Um, what have you been doing since September last year? Oh, looking for a house. <laughs> yeah, have you bought one? Nope. Are you the number one house buyer in the world? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the tournament so far, she's got 161 runs in the four matches that she's played in. Um, hit nine sixes, which is the most in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, She'd wait for it. I'm mean, 16 years old, and that's that is really ridiculous. Um, interesting backstory. Would you yeah. like to hear some backstory? I would love to. Um, so, a lot of this is based on her dad. Um, uh, well, a lot of the information I've got here is about how her dad taught her cricket, and, and right. everyone knows that you actually can't be good at cricket unless your dad is heavily involved and probably a bit insane. I think that's largely um, how the England team works. Yeah, I mean, they've got public school boys, so sometimes it's just like the head of house or something. Yeah, um, sorry, good dad. But certainly in like the rest of the world, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, who's your dad? Uh, anyway, he's a jeweller um, who's in Australia thanks to some community donations, basically, from the area that he lives in. Um, so it's quite interesting. So the state that she grew up in uh, is not known for its particularly progressive views. Right. So the idea that uh, female cricket could come from there is um, surprising. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's not. I think it's fair to say um, that it's not a place that is particularly woke, Max. Right. Yeah. Unwoke. It's unwoke. It's unwoke. Yeah. Uh, particularly. Yeah. Um, her dad's quote is saying, "As there was a time when people used to say, I'm ruining my daughter's life by making her play because they don't expect girls to be in sports.'" Well, who's laughing now? Mm. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, he did ruin her life <laughs> um, by making her play cricket. Yeah. But, it, you know, it's based on dividends. Um, do you want to know how she got a big break? Yeah, I think I do. So, she went to Nets with her brother and mm-hmm. her dad every day. Yeah. Um, being taught how to play cricket. When she was 10, she went to watch her brother play in some kind of local under 12s boys tournament yeah uh, her brother was taken ill oh no I'm surely I'm did, serious you're kidding I'm me I'm serious this is, this is like Rocky <laughs> uh, she suggested to her dad why don't I play I've got a short haircut um, another bone of contention apparently she cut her hair short it wasn't very well accepted in the community that she was no. allowed to do that um, they let her play she put the shirt on nobody knew any difference she not only won man of the match in her first game, she won man of the series for the whole tournament. Right. Um, from, f- f- well, well tell yeah, me what happened. Yeah, well, well that's it. I mean, like, she, she just scored loads of runs. Like, yeah. People were saying like no one's ever seen like a 10-year-old hit the ball that cleanly. Um, <laughs> after that, her dad escalated things a little bit. Um, they, there was some kind of police station was built near where they lived. Um, and there you could go for physical exercise. So her dad took her and her brother down to this place where they would flip tyre tractors 20 or 30 times a session. Now we're getting into life-ruining territory. Turned the handle of chaff cutter and uh, had heavy balls tied around their wrists and um, ankles so they could flex them uh, and develop a, 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 essentially some kind of uh, low-rent weights training yeah. uh, technique. Um, so, I mean, that, that, what was that? That was six years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, in those six years, she's like obviously now stacked. <laughs> um, made a debut for India, broken all sorts of records like in, in the time she's been playing. And uh, I, I think it's fair to say is the player of the tournament so far. Yep. Uh, do you want to know the one thing she's promised her dad that she hasn't delivered in the tournament to date? Uh, switch it. A century, Max. Oh. Could it happen? Be tough, but I'd, yeah, why not? Yeah. In the final, what better place to do it? Uh, well, maybe. I mean, like, then they have to get past England. What we want is a losing century, the best kind of century. She'll be happy, we'll be happy. Her dad will be happy. Her will her dad will be, be happy? happy? I don't know. Probably. Will he yeah. make her go and do some more weight? <laughs> um, so that's Shafali Verma. There's one other player in the tournament that I think we should uh, tip the cap to. Uh, Natakan Chantham becomes the first tie ever to score 50 in an ICC yeah. full tournament. Um, they scored incredibly credible, creditable. 
154 153 I've got 153 odd yeah 153 for 4 perhaps I think it was which in this tournament has it's one of the highest scores isn't it yeah and yeah so this is it like it's been a great tournament yeah there's been some close games some upsets and what we're all going to remember it for potentially is the fact they didn't decide to have a reserve day yeah um, the rain could claim um, claim a victory in the semi-finals, and it's already claimed that scalp, like you said, with the tight. The yeah, they were in a great great position to potentially win their first World Cup game. I I genuinely can't believe they haven't got a reserve day for the semi-finals. I mean, I, for the, it's bonkers for the men's uh, World and Cup, that they're World putting Cup. them so close together as well. Yes, yeah. for the men's World Cup, World Cup, they um, they had the reserve day and that's the reason India not got knocked out if, yeah. if it had been the same rules as this it would have been an England v India final and, and England would have won easily <laughs> <laughs> Cody would have told yeah. Johnny Bairstow to fuck off and uh, yeah um, final point on the women's World Cup then Max yeah um, do you want some proof that women are actually better than men uh, I, th- I think after last week we <laughs> we, <laughs> we need that don't we um at this World Cup, uh, women's use of DRS has been successful 44%. Do you know what it was at the men's World Cup? Ah, uh, like 18? 36. Oh. So there, there you have it. Women are 8% out of 100 better mm-hmm. than men. Um, when it comes well to done. DRS. Um, that is uh, the Women's World Cup. We'll bring an update, um, but you should probably watch along anyway. Um, the finals on Sunday. Yep. Sunday the 8th of my birthday, International Women's Day. That's pretty good. That's a, yeah. that's a good good set of all, circumstances, really. It's all come together. I don't know if your birthday was considered in the uh, scheduling of the final, but it's always, I'd, I, I'd like to think that Women's International Women's Day was. <laughs> it's always nice when, when things come together. <laughs> um, we'll take one more quick break, and then we're going to come back with our IPL yes. countdown. The beginning of our IPL Something countdown. fun. Chennai Super Kings. Chennai Super Kings. Chennai Super Kings. Right, Max. So as we speak, the IPL is what 24, 25 days away. Yep. Um, and we at the Cricket Boys, we love the IPL. We do. It's uh, uh, it's what made us um, from extremely small time to very small time. Uh, well, I'd, I'd say small time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we've, we've, we've got a healthy number we, of listeners. We jumped two levels. We are global now. We are. Um, That's true. We have more listeners. No, I'm not going to make that joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, right. Um, so on the group podcast this year, to celebrate the IPL happening, we have decided to do a countdown, um, mm-hmm. which you can follow along on Twitter, at the Cricket Pod. Um, basically, what we are doing is we are counting down the 30 players we are most excited about looking uh, looking at, watching, mm-hmm. seeing in action at the IPL this year. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you want to spoil the segment of the show, or you follow us on Twitter, um, then you'll already know what's happening. But I thought we'd run through uh, quickly who we have so far. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so in at number 30... Yes. Imran Tahir, mm-hmm. South African, plays for Chennai Super Kings... The purple cap winner, which means the top wicket taker uh, of last season. Yep. 40 years old. Aged. Yeah, with 79 career IPL wickets. Uh, are you excited to see Imran to here? Uh, I just, I, yeah, I, I think, I, I, you, don't, you don't like it, do you? The, the celebrations, you find them too much? No, the celebration is too much. I, I think it's great. I think he's 40, <laughs> he's 40 years old and he still runs around like but a 12 year old every time he gets something he's out. so bad at fielding and stuff. Just concentrate on... Yeah. Now, um, uh, he's a I think, showman. I think there's, there's uh, something that, that Surrey really need to take out of this in the, because they signed him to here oh, for, the, for the blast last year. Are you, why are you talking about Surrey? Well, um, I... I don't know I don't like to go on about it I don't know if it's been mentioned before but I, I do have a membership sorry so I do go down for the 2020 games in the yeah. summer it's quite good fun um, but yeah last year they signed him out of here um, 
They also have Gareth Batty. Yeah. Who's actually older than anyone to hear. Okay. Like, between them, they've got a combined age of about 82. Can either of them throw the ball? Well, no. Yeah. Then So, you're well, already hiding two fielders at short uh, third man and short final leg. And funnily enough, it's not a recipe for a successful cricket team. So, what, yeah. what, what, are, what are, um, sorry, you're supposed to learn from this, by the way? Uh, only have one only spinner have one over 40. Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good lesson. Um, he'll be playing for Chennai Super Kings, as we said. Uh, and, well, good luck to him. But stop celebrating like that. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. Uh, at number 29, um, just, yes, look, it's a bit of a mouthful. Okay. Yash Asvi Jaiswal. Right. Uh, 18 years old. Yes. IPL debut, signed by the Rajasthan Royals for a cool £250,000. That's quite a lot. Uh, or 2.8 crore rupees. For a, for a debutant. Um, it is. Um, he was the star of the Under-19 World Cup. We don't really know anything about him, but no. I am excited about seeing him. We also don't know how the Under-19 World Cup's going to compare in quality to IPL. Yeah, no, that's true. We or don't actually cricket. even know if he'll play. No. But hopefully he does. I hope, hope so. If they're going to spend 250 grand on him, you're probably going to... I mean, after after we've seen uh, Verma dominating the uh, the women's World Cup, absolutely, like, come on, youth, come on. youth is no yeah. barrier to success. Um, number twenty-seven, uh, an England player, mm. Tom Banton, playing for the Kolkata Knight Riders, twenty-one years old. That's Almost, my team, isn't it? KKR, is it? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which one mine was. Kings Eleven or something like that. I think Ravi Ashwins, <laughs> <laughs> very bad. Um, I've jumped one here. We'll have to go back. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, Tom Banton, like most of our listeners, will be familiar with who Tom Banton is. Yeah, um, he is a man who hits the ball very, uh, very, very hard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, in all different directions. Um, the only reason he isn't high on the list is that I'm not 100 sure he will play because KKR, uh, people who don't follow the IPL, you're allowed four. Overseas players. Yeah. Um, KKR have Andre Russell, yeah. who will definitely play. Uh, our brain, come on. Uh, Owen Morgan. Yeah. Um, and two others. I can't, mm. I can't be bothered to remember who they are. They're all <laughs> on this list, um, apart from <laughs> Owen Morgan, who I'm not excited about seeing. Because um, you see him all the time. Exactly. Uh, well, they, no, they've got Son of Marine. Yeah. Uh, who's, he's a mainstay in every IPL team. Yeah. And he usually got, opens, doesn't he? And they've got a fast bowler as well. Uh, who's good They're, it's 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 going to be tough for Tom Batten to get in yeah. and if he does get in it'll probably be instead of Owen Morgan um, yeah. and that spent, could happen they spent a load of money on signing Owen Morgan so <laughs> I, I don't think that will happen straight away Yeah. Um, but we are excited about seeing him jumping back one 28 Hardik Pandya yes has been out injured um, I think today or yesterday he came back for his stateside in regional Indian cricket uh, guess how many balls it took him to score a century 48 39 balls oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so Hardik Pandya not super well known I still think in England Um, in the IPL he scored a thousand runs taken 42 wickets he uh, last year in one game scored 91 off 34 balls yeah Uh, ultimately a losing endeavour but what a knock 30 and over the year before that yeah Uh, he is uh, fearsome Mm-hmm. On his on his day, he's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, he'll change a match on his on his own. He's like an Indian, slightly less good Andre Russell. Yeah, that's who who you're dealing with. Yeah, um, re- watch out for him. Plays for Mumbai Indians. Um, number twenty six. It's classy KL Rahul. KL Rahul. Yeah. Um, plays for the Kings Eleven Punjab. My team, I think. Uh, last year, average fifty odd. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Average is forty two overall in yeah. the IPL. And scores runs like at 140 odd as well. Yeah, so he's he's, um, he's pretty good. He's class. He's pretty, he's pretty really, good. really good. Um, I think the IPL made him a millionaire when he when he changed teams. So mm-hmm. also, yeah, rich. that was that was a, um, a, a questionable move letting him go. Yeah, um, he was uh, well followed when we tweeted this. Lots of Indian fans really seem to like KL Rahul. Yeah. Um, the KL Rahul fan club tweeted us saying that they think he's going to win the Orange Cap this year and they may not be wrong no he's um, certainly in with a shout the Orange Cap being most runs yeah. if you if you don't know um, and then finally so of the people we've done so far so we're, we're up to the 25th so you, and you can follow us along uh, at the Every day. on Twitter uh, the hashtag is hashtag IPL top 30 um, we're the only people using that so you can go back through all of our posts <laughs> on, on this Number 25. It'll be trending soon, don't you worry. Yeah. Uh, number 25, I think this one might be slightly controversial. 
I reckon there will be a few Indian fans who disagree with him being this low down the list. Yeah. It's Mahendra Singh Dhoni. Yes. Uh, the 38-year-old army veteran. He's a bit old now, though, isn't he? <laughs> Captain Chennai Super Kings. Like, he's quality, but... Um, he scored 4,432 IPL runs, which is more runs than I think me, you and Ross have scored ever. In our lives. Yeah, yeah. combined. <laughs> Most likely true. Yeah. Even in, like, back garden cricket. Oh, no, yeah. I scored, like, 300 against my brother once. And then I bowled him. And then I, and I got him out bowling left arm Chinaman. Now, now left arm wrist spin, of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, uh, he's basically on here because he is a bit old. Although he says he's going to play at least one more season after this, so yeah. it's not a full swan song. Uh, and he has won, I think, three IPLs so far. So you know, pretty successful. Yeah. And come runner up quite a few times as well. Yeah. He's um, got some pedigree. And one of the good things about Donny is he'll occasionally do something like storm onto the pitch and confront an umpire. <laughs> so, so like, you know, like maybe his skills are fading, but he's a full, character always. Full entertainment value, and absolutely fucking loved in India. Mm. Um, there's there's a lot of that there, um, and a great pair of pads. Yeah, we will be continuing our IPL countdown as we progress towards the tournament, and we'll do a full IPL show um, as we did last year. Yeah, a preview show. Um, at some point in the next month mm-hmm. start, I think it starts on the 25th yeah, yeah. sounds about 29th, right 29th something like that um, it's going to be good so so play along with us let us know if you think we've got one of these wrong as well we are it's, it's open for debate absolutely um, controversy is uh, the the heart heart of conversation and we're, we're excited to hear from you um, we're nearly done after that uh, there are a few more tidbits though the extras Mm-hmm. The sundries. Yes. Um, so there is some England news. We've not really talked about England much at all on this cricket podcast. Um, do you want to know the the bits that have happened? Yes. Um, we are we are English fans after all. Yeah. Um, Jack Leach was injured, but apparently he is now fit and is eligible for selection. So he was right. he was stuck at home bowling in in Loughborough because he hurt his calf. Okay. But it appears that that has healed. Um, so he's not not ill. Hooray! Um, he's recovered from sepsis. Uh, That's every, good news. Everyone wants to see him back. Yeah, and so he might be part of the England spin triumvirate or duo quartet. We, yeah, whether we unleash on the un, um, unexpected Sri Lankans. Can we pick eleven spinners? I think we should pick eleven spinners. I mean, that'd be great. We could. I don't think there's any rules against that. <laughs> Who would wicket keep? Uh, all right, ten spinners. Ten spinners and Ben Folks and Ben Folks. Yeah. Um, who opens the batting? Which which two England? Well, Jack, Jack Leach obviously is one. Yeah, but which other English spinner is most suited? Because also like Joe Denley. Joe, okay, Joe Denley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Joe well, Root, number three. This is these easy. These are just people who bowl spin. I yeah. Mean, bring, oh, Kevin well, Peterson. He Mo- can come bring back number bring four. Bring Mo and Ali back. Al Rashid can hold a bat. Sean Udall. Well, now you're just being silly. Um, right. Yeah. Um, We've already mentioned the ban of shaking hands, but yeah. I, I wanted to, to, to impress that upon people. Do not shake Joe Root's hand. Uh, did you see the video of Stuart Broad messing around with him on the plane? No. It was quite funny. <laughs> was he just putting he his did, hands over his face? He did like a first-person shooter-style thing where he, he filmed his hand in front of a screen yeah. of like the headline and then like panned around with his hand out to Joe Root. And Joe Root didn't look that impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that sounds fun. I'm going to look that up. I don't know, maybe worth checking it out, yeah. yeah. Um, and also in England news, um, there was some interview in ESPN, on ESPN's Crick Info page mm-hmm. um, with Jennings, who's excited about the prospect of competition at the top of the uh, England lineup. Um, hey, wait, what? Him being in the competition? Well, I don't really know. I'm not sure. Does he think he's come, like, been recalled to play and Zach Crawley's competition I mean I think this is actually an interesting question who will they pick yeah. I mean this is the only English question I'm not really sure of yeah I, I, think, I think they should pick Jennings they will pick Jennings to open the batting yeah I think so what happens if he does well well then you just discard him after the Strangers <laughs> like just they did with Ben Folks yeah. okay fair enough um, Rory Lions. Burns will be fit back by them so they'll have an excuse you see England Lions have been in action yep in Australia I think they won a game. Yeah, they've been, they've been doing quite well, haven't they? Yeah. Um, Dom Sibley seems to be playing. He's he wasn't playing today. Which seems it seems a little harsh though. 
playing I, are now so England. I, I think it's because they're taking with a view to the next Ashes series. They mm. want to maybe it's not been maybe like a lot of English players will go and play a bit of grey cricket or something like that, and they yeah. kind of get used to what it's like playing in Australia. Maybe he hasn't done that, or maybe he, I mean he's not playing any of the ODI stuff, is he? No. Um, so he's been out there um, scoring quite a few runs, which is which is good, which is good, yeah. Um, uh, and that's sort of all I've got on the England Lions situation. Apart from, wait, hold on, Ollie Robinson taking a catch off Ollie Robinson. Two different Ollie Robinsons. Yeah. Do you want to know how it gets even weirder? Yeah. Both born in Kent. Right. Both born on the same day. Both the same age. That catch, bold catch combination happened on their birthday. What? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Only oh, it's, a, it's an episode of, of weird facts yeah, today. Yeah, it is. Um, last thing on English cricket, uh, Grace Road, the home of Worcester. Yes. Underwater has been underwater for 66 of the last 121 days. Uh, and Worcester will be playing their first match of the county championship against Sussex in Kidderminster. Right. There you go. They have cricket in Kidderminster. They do. Kidderminster Cricket Club is the, the reserve ground, I guess. Um, I've got one final thing but we can quickly run through our board 11 after that if you want to yeah let's do it okay. yeah I want to hear it so uh, it was Inzamam's birthday yesterday um, we really really strongly suggest you go onto our Twitter and you find the video of Inzamam going into the crowd and fighting the man with the loud hailer who was calling him a fat potato. We cannot impress upon you enough how good this is yeah, and how important it is that you watch this. It's it's one of our favourite things of cricket, oh, the annals oh of cricket God, history. Yeah. Um, so happy birthday to the big man. Uh, and um, yeah, just appreciate that. We also tweeted a video of his 23 funniest run outs. <laughs> 23 <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> and we are I watched that too um, right well that's my that's my train journey home sorted like them share them you know um, here's here's the board 11 that I've got and, and well, perhaps we should uh, explain why why we've gone into the board 11 well, I can't even remember how this happened this just happened in our whatsapp group Keaton Jennings has shaved his head Keaton Jennings has shaved oh yeah and in honour of Keaton Jennings shaving his head We've selected an all-time or um, uh, in our lifetime memorable um, bald eleven cricket team yeah. that doesn't feature Keaton Jennings. Obviously not, because <laughs> turns out there are quite a lot of good bald cricketers. Um, so here we go. Uh, we've got Strauss, Andy Strauss, opening the batting. Yeah, uh, we've rolled back. He's the not years. got a good head shape for baldness. He doesn't. No, no, no. Uh, we've rolled back the years here. This isn't really um, a modern-day bald player. Brian Close. Yeah. Well-known ball player. Well-known ball yeah. player. I think um, worth an inclusion nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Trott at number three. Uh-huh. Number four, Amla. Yeah. Five, Viv Richards. This is good. <laughs> this is a good, this is a <laughs> good a team. handy five. Top five. I mean, that that's an any era, like, yeah. gold, golden era. For if, if, they, if those five turned up to play for England tomorrow, they would probably usurp pretty much every England player in their position, maybe the exception of, like, Root. Yeah. Um, six... Darren Lehman. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. Seven prior. Uh-huh. Again, that's, we've, that, we've got a few egos. Expl- we've got a few big-headed bald people. That's a top here. seven that all average like 40 plus. Yeah. Right, that's that's fierce. Um, uh, at eight, uh, things go down in a little bit. Um, Jack Leach. At eight. <sighs> yeah. Promoted for his sterling uh, efforts. So, some of, night some of these guys aren't very good. <laughs> but batting. Uh, or, or bowling. Um, nine, Tino Best. Okay. Uh, no, he's good. Uh, Tino Best, like when I was searching, um, so I was going to do this in more detail, but um, I, I didn't in the end. Um, Tino Best, I found out today, thinks he slept with 600 women, if you're interested. On one tour, his favourite. <laughs> uh, do you want me to carry on? Um, so maybe... This is all Tino, from Tino Best's autobiography. Right. Um, From the horse's mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, so, um, he, just to, an addendum to my question at the very top of the show, then, Jack, about what? who you wouldn't like to touch. Tino Best. Tino is Best on it, yeah. is um, on the list. Tino Best. Uh, you can read this in Mind the Windows. The Tino Best story. Uh, I can't if, believe he's got an autobiography. I can't either. Um, his <laughs> his favourite women are Australian women. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean carry on with this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
but uh, but it's 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 on the internet. It's in the public domain. If okay. You want to go and investigate Tino Best sexual history. Um, he once went on a tour of Australia where he didn't play a test, but there are some other stories. Um, yeah. That go in your own time. Mm-hmm. Um, number ten, Chris Martin. Right. Uh, and number eleven, the man that went bald twice. He went bald, had a hair transplant, went bald again. That's bad, isn't it? Do you Nick, get your money back if that happens? Nicknamed the Bald Eagle, Doug Bollinger. That's good. Uh, and uh, I mean, before we end the show, last two the honorary mentions. Honorary really, mentions, yeah. Uh, Shane Warne and Michael Vaughan, welcome into the Bald. Um, yeah. Bald, bald, bald. Yeah, both up. probably would improve. Maybe not like. Shane Warne definitely would improve the cricketing side, but. Um, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, thank you for listening to the Cricket Podcast. Um, Follow us on Twitter at the Cricket Pod. Rate and subscribe us, and so on. on tell Twitter. us who your favourite ball cricketer is. Oh, please do tell us who your favourite ball cricketer is. Um, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. The Cricket Podcast. I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good.